Welcome to Market Watch with Paul and Ahmed coming to you back for a second week here on February the 2nd, 2021. And boy, has a lot happened in the past week. GameStop continues to crash. AMC has just nothing left in it and it's down in the dumps. Dogecoin continues to sit at three cents per Dogecoin and the world continues to scramble as they fight the forces of Robin Hood. Welcome to Market Watch. I cannot stand Episode you. 104. <laughs> that was so loud. The, the best part is, like, I come up with this stuff on the fly. Because I'm like, if I think too much, it's not going to come to me. So it's just like, I don't know. You're, it is what it is. But in the in the face of true talent. Oh, stop. Please don't make me blush. <laughs> I'll blush like the redness of the blood that's coming out of GameStop stock. Anyways. Oh, my God. Um, yes. Hello. Welcome to What the Funcast, episode 104. And today is, in fact, February 2nd, as I mentioned before. Yes. And joining me is the one and only yellow sweatshirted Walt Disney World nostalgic ass Ahmed. This sweater hoodie is so cozy. It's like. It is. And so is the What the Funcast one. Like, really I is. love the What the Funcast one. It's very comfortable. Yes. Uh, you can get your very own on redbubble.com. Yes. And I promise we're uh, not shilling. Like, we make like, what, two cents off of each sweater? Like, it's just comfortable as hell. If you want to be cozy. I promise you. Any Red Bubble sweater is good, but the Watford Cast ones look nicest, I heard, from uh, My, fashionistas. <laughs> from, from external sources uh, <laughs> on uh, on the fashions of uh, of New York. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely it's definitely comfortable. I don't know. I just, I, don't know. I wear it, and it's funny, because we got stopped a couple times now, because Lauren and I each have one, and we'll wear them, and people are like, um, like squinting real hard, and like, oh, what's on your shirt? What the fun cast? <laughs> there, there's a play on words in there, right? And I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> you know, yes, it was. Uh, and then it's like, oh yeah, it was a typo, haha. And then it's kind of stuck, and you know, haha. And I yeah. try whenever I'm wearing the sweatshirt to not wear the uh, the mask that also has it because I don't want to look like a walking billboard completely. So I always <laughs> alternate. Like if I'm wearing the mask, it has to be a different shirt that I wear. Um, yeah, but yes. I, how is the mask? Um, it's nice. It has a little, like, metal clip in the top, so you can, like, make it sit flush with your nose so it doesn't fog up your glasses as much. Mm. Um, that always sounds but, good. It never happens that way. But. Well, I mean, it helps a little bit. It definitely is an improvement over my other masks, but, um, like, in terms of not fogging up my glasses specifically. Um, but other than that, like, it's a, I don't know, it's regular, regular cloth mask, I guess. It has, like, maybe two layers. I don't know. I can't tell. It's not, like, anything fancy, but... It's funny, a Disney store had their Christmas masks for a dollar, and they're normally like, I don't know, seven or eight dollars, so we got a couple of them, and they are, the Disney masks are so comfortable, but it's it's got like Christmas stuff all over it, so I'm like, I'm going to catch 22, do I wear the Christmas stuff, and I'm just walking around with gingerbread cookies on my face, or, you know, so anyways. I don't think anyone would care, like, anything goes. Yeah, it really does. Like, some of the prints I've seen at some people, like, at the store, I'm like, hmm, you really were like, this is a good idea? But that's okay. (laughs) I'm letting them all live. They're living out their their passions through their masks, so it's like... uh, Oh, my God. Those ones are like, prints of, like, mouths or, like, beards or whatever? Those are haunted. They are a little bit. Yes. Or the ones that have, like, a wide-open mouth. I'm like, please stop. Yes. But the the even more haunted ones are the ones that are see-through, so you can, like, see the person's mouth. And you can, like, see them smiling through it, which I don't think those are, like, I don't know. I don't think those are I really, mean, like, legal because if they're, they're If it's plastic, plastic, then nothing is getting through because it's plastic, right? Plastic's a hard barrier. But then, like, how are they breathing? <laughs> like, can you imagine the amount yeah. of sweat that can't, like, because there's no ventilation It's if it's plastic? That sounds horrible. Mm, nothing like a sweaty face under a, a nice hot mask. Ugh, Unless it's, like, a plastic window in a cloth mask, then I think that's fine. Like, does it yeah, look great? Are. Not great, no. But if it's entirely plastic, then I don't know what's going on. I Yeah, I don't know. It's like, just take your mask off for a hot second. Don't breathe, smile, take your picture, move on. <laughs> don't suffocate yourself with plastic masks. <laughs> Please don't. You'll actually. But die. anyway, it's uh, it's interesting to hear, to see back from a week. So, like, all joking aside, like, the whole we didn't include an article about the stock market or anything. But it is very interesting because, like, Robin Hood is in, like, class action lawsuits now. So, a lot's happened in the past week. If you're not caught up, go look on the internet somewhere. I'm sure there's plenty of articles you can read about it. It's go covered by like the, uh, somewhere 
won't tell you where, but somewhere. It's but yeah, if you literally Google like GameStop stock, I'm sure you'll find a million think pieces about what happened. Well, like all the major all the major media outlets have picked up on it now. So like yep. CNN's reported on it, you know, Fox, CNBC, ABC, all of them have reported on it by now. So it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, obviously today the the like all of the stocks that were quote unquote like targeted by um, Reddit and and wherever else have all kind of taken a dump and there's a lot of conspiracy theories on why that happened so it is just a wild time and it's a very interesting read i don't know I, we've both been kind of fascinated well i know i've been fascinated by it i think ahmed has been as well um but it's certainly something to see uh yeah so i don't know go check it out but anyway on to the show content what have you been up to ahmed for the past week well i guess it hasn't been a week it's only been like a few days it's, right yeah i was like how, why did i not do anything it's because we recorded last time on thursday um, but we're back yes. on schedule. Uh, but yeah, I didn't really do much this weekend. I on Saturday, I like had every intention of like streaming all day and like hanging out and playing all these games. And I literally just sat in front of my couch or sat in front of my TV on my couch and was like, "What if I just play some Overwatch?" And then I proceeded to play for like I don't know ten hours straight. <laughs> like, just I was playing competitive games. They weren't doing too great. And I was like, well, if I keep playing, maybe it'll be better. And they weren't better. They kept getting worse and worse and worse. Um, and I dropped. I was like, I had 2,000 SR. And now I have like 1,700. Um, but it's fine. <laughs> it was it was a much needed just day of relaxation doing absolutely nothing. Um, and then I think it was, it wasn't last night. I think it was Sunday night. Um, I did end up streaming finally, and I played uh, Greece. I think is how you pronounce it, or G R I S, because um, it was I'm the last. Pretty sure it's Greece. Yeah, it was the last day. It was on Game Pass, um, so I wanted to play it before it left Game Pass. So I played it. It's a quick three-hour game. Um, it reminded me a lot of Journey, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was a little bit better than Journey in an, in a sense, um, in terms of just like the the meaning of the story and the progression or whatever. Um, but it was pretty good. And then I started The Medium, which is the new game uh, that is now um, on, It's I think it's an Xbox exclusive, right? Xbox PC exclusive? Yes. Uh, Microsoft exclusive, yep. I guess, is the, is the terminology I'm looking for there. Um, it's a new game from the Bloober team, which created uh, Blair Witch. Um, and it was pretty good. Uh, I mean, I only played like through the prologue, so <laughs> my barometer is pretty good. It's very limited. Um, but it's, it's pretty good so far. Uh, or so it seems. Uh, I'm surprised that it even runs on my PC, considering on the latest graphics cards, it can barely um, run with like ray tracing and stuff. Uh, so I was worried that it wouldn't even be able to run on my PC, but it does on like the lowest possible settings, but it works. So it's fine. Um, it's a very graphically intensive game. It looks really pretty. Um, and it's because it's the game where it's kind of rendering two worlds at the same time. Like there is like a, the upside down, if you will, kind of thing, like the shadow realm and the real world. And they're being rendered at the same time. You can like kind of flip flop between the two. Um, so that's kind of where it, I think it requires a lot of horsepower to run. Um, but yeah, I'll be probably playing that a little bit more on stream, um, later on in conjunction with Dishonored, which I'm also playing. So catch us, uh, catch me on Twitch, I guess. Um, as we do that and then i played a little bit more of hades uh i beat hades for the second time last night which was really exciting um so now i'm like in it in the in the end game if you will um it's super fun it still has so much replay value like there there's so many different combinations of weapons and boons from gods and everything that game is just like i don't know it's so satisfying um definitely pick that up if you haven't yet for 20 dollars, i think it's like some of the best 20 dollars you can spend on switch um and then in terms of TV movies, I haven't really watched anything else besides continuing Bling Empire, which continues to be garbage, but I continue to be fascinated by it. Like, how can you drop $10,000 on a shirt? Who knows? <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's it. What have you been up to? How's wow, your life, that was, uh, that was pretty shallow. I expected a lot more than that. Come on, Ahmed. About Bling Empire? But, no, it's... Uh, huh? About Shallow about Bling Empire? About- no, 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 no. No, I just feel like, I don't know, you should have like some wild story about like you played 100 games, you beat 37,000 of them. I don't know. Well, no, it's um, only been like five days. I haven't done anything. I don't know. I've just been well, that's true. trying to sleep as much as possible. I'm so tired all the time. Oh, my God. It's it's not easy being human. <laughs> um, I I actually dabbled in a bunch of different games, just like, just like you were saying, sitting on the couch, like totally exhausted from the world. Um, and I just feel like this weekend wasn't really as relaxing as i'd hope so oh my God. i saw anyway. a tweet and i was like these weekends starting to feel more like 30 minute lunch breaks and i'm like 
They really do. I hate that this is really accurate. It feels like, oh wait, my gosh. we just started the weekend, huh? What do you mean it's it, Sunday? Uh, it's just it's just so much. No, 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 no. What the hell just happened? Your screen, screen turned, turned off? Black. <laughs> my just, screen turned off it all, anyways. It went all dark. I was like, whoa. Yeah, okay, I'm back. I don't know why I did that. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to sleep. <laughs> so I actually didn't touch my mouse for, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. So maybe that's why. Um well, no, I had to have touched it. Anyway, we're 10 minutes and five <laughs> seconds in. I had to have touched it 10 minutes ago. Yes. So I started dabbling in a bunch of different games. So I've been playing, I was telling you, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite to try to get to level 100, even though the season ends in March. I've been, like, racing to get to level 100. And it's pretty easy, like, as long as there's, like, a little quest to get experience on. There hasn't been any. I'm, like, out of them completely until the weeklies come around on Thursdays. So I am at level, like, 91 and a half. And I'm just waiting for the experience quest because I have no desire to try to get to level 100 simply based off of my skill at, at like, winning the game. So, because that's not there. So, it's, um... <laughs> Let's be real. That's not there. It's not there. So, like, I'm not terrible at it, but I'm also not that great at it. Like, it's ridiculous sometimes. Like, depending on the level of player that I play against sometimes, like, where I run into, like, they will literally build a house around me, build a window, and then snipe me in the face. And I'm like, okay. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, just absolutely ridiculous. Um, but that's just how good people are. They're very good at building, and I'm not. So I'm old. I'm 30 years old. I'm too old for this stuff. So, um, yeah, so I, I've been playing some of that. So I'm 91 and a half on that. Uh, and then I finally picked up my Switch. I feel like I, well, yeah, I finally picked up my Switch. I feel like I broke the boundary of, like, playing my Switch because I think as I shared previously, like, there's only games I want to play, but every time I think about it, I'm like, I'm, I could be sleeping instead. I'm so tired and exhausted from the world. So, <laughs> um, But I finally picked up my Switch, and I started playing some of the games uh, that, I, that I've been wanting to play and I wanted to try out. So I did play uh, some Tetris 99 again, which was just like a fun pick-up-and-play. But then I finally got into Rogue Legacy, and Rogue Legacy is this game that our friend Logan has been pushing for so long. He's like, you got to try it, you got to try it. So I finally tried it. Uh, well, I tried it initially. I got it on sale for like five bucks, and I tried it. I'm like, okay, it's a roguelike, so you know, you die and you come back, you start all over again, whatever. It's randomly generated, all that good stuff. So I didn't really get it. And then, much like Hades, like if you just keep replaying it, you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like I understand why this is fun, and yes. it's fun. It's it's good. It's a good time, and you keep upgrading yourself, which is fun. And it's it's a little shallower than Hades, I guess, to some extent, because. I don't know, I just feel like it is. Maybe that's just me being more critical of Hades, but I just feel like there's a lot in Hades that I don't know, whereas Rogue Legacy feels very much, like, not that in-depth. So, either way, I'm having a lot of fun with that. I've been picking that up and playing it here and there, uh, which has been fun. I played Evergate, which Evergate kind of looks a lot like Ori in the Blind Forest, Ori in the Will of the Wisps, just that kind of, like, design. Mm. Um, and it's very interesting, and it's a lot like Dan uh, Dandara, which is also a game that I played on Switch uh, that I was not crazy about. Dondara, you like, you jump from like platform to platform. Like, it's hard to explain, but if you watch a video, you'll understand it. But it's not like a normal platformer. Like, you're on a platform and you like aim where you want to jump next, and then you like jump there and like you jump all around. And like, it's it's a very interesting looking game. It actually just went free on Epic Games Store. I think it's it may no longer be free, or maybe it is right now. But double check that because I think uh, I think it was either. This past week, or if it's free on Epic Game Store still, it's not gonna be free for much longer because the week is almost over, I think. So uh, if you want to try it there, heard of this game, not even a little. If bit. you if you look at the art, you might recognize it. But but yeah, so then Evergate is kind of like that, but I like Evergate a lot better, where it's more about like timing your jumps and using like this this casting of magic, I guess it is, to like bounce off of certain points to get to the target. So, both interesting games. Evergate, I think I liked more than Dondara, but, so I'll probably get more into Evergate. Uh, and the story is very interesting around Evergate, where you're going into, like, different memories of different areas of the world through, like, a book. It's it's very interesting. It's very indie-ish. Obviously, it's an indie game, so uh, I do like it a lot, though. So, between that and Rogue Legacy, those are the winners for this week. Um, interesting. What else did I played? So I dove into Game Pass, and I played a little bit of Cyber Shadow last week, uh, like I think I, I mentioned. And Cyber Shadow, I, I mentioned last week as well, is uh, was co-developed, or like Yacht Club Games helped bring it to light. And that's a, a that's the company that made Shovel Knight. So it's very, it's 8-bit, it's uh, scratching all the itches. It is hard as hell, though. 
uh, and you die like a bajillion times. So <laughs> kind of get over that, but it's fun to try on uh, Game Pass for free, which is nice. So then I started going down the Game Pass rabbit hole. I downloaded the Medium. I played it for literally one second. I'm like, no, this game's not for me. I don't need horror in my life, so I'm done with this. <laughs> did you um, like where the shadow on the stairs? Is that what got you? Yes, <laughs> and that was it. That that was the end of it. I was like, I'm done with this game. I don't need this. I don't need this toxicity it's in my life. Toxicity. Um, you wimp. So then I also downloaded Hyperdot, which is a very easy pick up and play, like very very basic game, but it's on Game Pass, which is also you know nice. Uh, and I downloaded some other Game Pass games, and they weren't. Uh, they were downloading still, and I was like, I gave up, and I didn't really give up, but I was tired, so I went to sleep. So I'll probably try <laughs> some more Game Pass games. Um, that was one of my goals, was to dabble more in Game Pass, uh, since I literally paid for the service, so might as well use it uh, for more games than just one every so often. Um, I did buy Hitman 2. I think I told you I bought Hitman 2. Yes. And I finally booted up and played like the tutorial and the first level, and I really enjoyed it. Like, Is the first level the fashion show one? Did you get like the Hitman 1 DLC? Oh no 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 oh, no! Okay. I, I probably I don't think I own Hitman One, which is probably why I don't have DLC. Well, if you buy, you can buy the Hitman Two. You can buy Hitman One levels as DLC for Hitman Two. Yes, yes, yes. And they yeah. did the same thing for Hitman Three, where I can buy Hitman Two and One DLC for Hitman Three. I think. Yes. So. I think. Yes. Anyway, no, it was on a boat, um, and you like have to like disguise as like a bartender or something. Oh, that was like the tutorial level where it's like a fake boat. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's so, just, like, I don't know. I, I just like I was in this mood of picking up and playing a lot of games just to see what would stick. And Hitman's one that I want to go back to because it was a lot of fun. Yes. It was kind of frustrating at times where it was like, you know, I don't know. I, I made one wrong move and they're like, hey, it's blah blah blah, kill him. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I didn't really do anything wrong, but um, <laughs> yeah. No, but it was very. It's very. Uh, very there's almost like too many choices in that game. Yes, it, it's like you walk around. It's like holy crap! Like, which is kind of cool because you have to get a little bit creative about it. But like, I threw this man's body into a freezer. I'm like, this is like very sadistic. But anyway, it's throwing fine. him into a freezer. They'll live. Um, they won't. Who knows? But no, yeah, he probably won't. Maybe he'll wake up and you know he's like naked because you steal his disguise or whatever. He steals clothes to disguise yourself. So this man's naked, afraid, and in a freezer. So <laughs> he's uh, he's truly living. But yes, yeah, so that game was oh interesting. I have that on Xbox, so I was messing around with that. Um, that is it, I think, for the games that I played. There's so many more that I want to play. I just have to find. Make, I have to make the time. I, I can probably find the time. I have to make the time to play them. And then what I would like to do is I like to start streaming some of the indies like I did that one time. <laughs> so anyway, there's that not enough time, time in the day is what I've realized. There really so, isn't. What else did I do? Uh, I don't know. Lauren will put on NTS and I'll watch that. So we did that, I guess. Um, which, I don't know. I really enjoy that show. But I didn't realize, I forgot how much I enjoyed it until I started watching it more with Lauren as she's marathoning through these episodes. Um, but we're like almost at the point where they're like caught up to TV. So that train is coming to an end. Stop soon. Um, we watched WandaVision episode four. There you go. Yeah, and I was going to say WandaVision. Shit. <laughs> and then you kept on talking this about it. This show CIS. is. No, yeah, yeah, no. This show is so good. Um, obviously, we don't want to spoil it. Go watch it, especially if you're invested in the MCU. Go watch it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. just really well done. Shocked at how good it is. Um, I'm so. really, really excited for the next five episodes. So there's only five more episodes of the show. And the show creator was like, there's going to be a big surprise every single episode for the remainder of the show. And I was like, Wonderful. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> how can it get any better than what it is already? Um, so it's... It's really good, although I did see there was a random article like uh, sent to me from Google or whatever. Like when I, when I swipe left on my home screen, I see all these like Google Now articles. And it's like uh, it was from like Pirates and Princesses, which I guess is like a Disney blog, like uh, like WDWNT yeah. or like News Today. And they were like, well, they blew it. And it was like, what? Like you were the only person that's saying this. Like who's saying? And they're like, though I read the article and skimmed through it and they're like, of course, now the show is going down like some stupid rabbit hole, and it's terrible. And I knew they would do this, and it was too good to be true. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, no one. It's like those people. It's like the people that complained about Thor's appearance in Infinity War, or uh, excuse me, uh, Endgame. Yes, or like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're the same website that has also like, I don't know if it was them or some other Disney blog that was like, I'm never going back to Disney again. I'm sick of it. I'm tired. And it's like, okay. Oh, like, God, good riddance. That's fine. Like, okay. I don't know why you have to publish a whole blog post, why you're mad about they don't have, like, a pin set that you wanted anymore. 
gosh. I'll tell you what. People are wild. I I randomly booted up uh, Endgame yesterday and just kind of had it playing in the background. And there will never be a time I watch that movie without getting emotional. That movie is so good. Like, friend, I only made it through half of it, but... I was texting our friend Tita, and she was like, yeah, we got a new TV, and of course we had to watch Endgame to test it out. And of course I cried throughout it again. Tita, oh no. my god, every time you have to play the portal scene, every time you get a new piece of technology. I don't care if it's a phone, <laughs> it's a TV, gotta see what it looks like on everything. You so gotta test it. Oh my god, that and Infinity War. Woo. I need to rewatch Endgame. I, th- I still haven't seen it. I feel like we've talked about this, and I keep saying this, but I still haven't seen it since it was out in theaters. I feel like my memory what? of it has been tarnished. I need to rewatch it really? on my own accord. You haven't watched it since the theaters? In full, no. I can honestly tell you, I've probably seen it, and like maybe I wasn't paying attention 100% of the time, but I've probably had it on and paid attention to almost the entire movie probably three or four times since then. Anyways. Which I is like abnormal to, for me. Like The only movies I've seen multiple times since seeing them in theaters were like Black Panther, Thor Ragnarok, uh, I mean, I don't know. The marathons don't count, I don't think. But like, in terms of me just putting on a movie like Infinity War, but I haven't done Endgame. I think I was just exhausted I feel like after I've that seen... movie. Uh, yeah, it's three I mean, hours. Yeah, but... It's so many. Oh, hours. so yeah, good. No, I, I do need to rewatch so it. I do. I feel like I've seen even Doctor Strange. I've seen multiple times. I don't know. Ah, uh, they're so good. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Pfft, anyways. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, uh, getting, getting all hyped up. Every time I boot up WandaVision, the new episode, and I see the Marvel logo, I'm just like, Jesus, this is what it feels like. <laughs> this is to what be reunited it again. Like. Oh Stop. That's a real time fossilized EDM song. Speaking of which, I was going through, as we talked about before, oh, we got a light schedule today. Here I am talking and babbling. I was going through like all these old concert videos, um, all these old EDM concert videos, and let me tell you. The feeling of going to a concert, can't wait to feel it again in 2027. Ugh. So, I will like mosh with whoever wants to mosh. I will rub sweaty shoulders with whoever Ew. wants Ugh. to do that. Just the feeling I'm, of I'm being in like, a crowd. Oh, are, is your booty sweating? Let me just rub it on the I finger. didn't say booty. I said shoulders. Ew, These oh, guys. Shoulders are the worst. I don't know what to tell you. He said these guys. I'm pointing to his shoulders. All right. Tell us about Zack Snyder's Justice League because I don't know anything about Justice League. So, um, so as you all know, <laughs> Justice League. Who, who was the – wait. I don't even – I don't know shit about anything. Hold on. Let me let me do some quick Googling real quick. All right. You do that. Let me let me jump to the next one. No, wait. No, I got one? it. I got it. I got it. So the original Justice League that was officially released back in 2017 was directed by Joss Whedon um, because Zack Snyder had to drop the project what? at the time. You didn't know that? Really? Yeah. Joss Whedon of Avengers number one fame? Yes. Did you not know the re- wow. like he took over because Zack Snyder's like kid died or something? No. You didn't know this? No. That's the whole reason I, that movie I, was like I've... so panned is because like it switched directors halfway through and Joss oh. Whedon ended up like re- reshooting a bunch of scenes and like did all this nonsense. So people were like, Justice League was supposed to be good, release the Snyder cut. That was like the whole movement. Oh, I do remember that part. That's what that was? Okay, anyways, yes. when I hear DC news, it like goes in one ear and out the other. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not invested <laughs> yes. in the DC universe. So. so people have been like, you know, ranting to try to get the Snyder Cut to actually fe- see a real theatrical release or, or any release because people want to see what the original vision was now that Zack Snyder has obviously like, you know, I don't want to say moved on, but like he's in a better place now, presumably. Um, so... Uh, this one comes from IGN. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League has an HBO Max release date. Um, HBO Max has now confirmed that Zack Snyder's Justice League will release as a full-length Max original feature film when it premieres on the streaming platform on March 18th, which finally puts to rest the speculation over whether the movie uh, will release as a, as a single four-hour feature or four parts, uh, which I, I didn't realize that that was even a question. Um, it's going to be a four-hour movie, though? Anyways, this announcement came with the debut of three new teaser posters outlined in the original story below, um, and they go into the, the everything. So it'll officially come to HBO Max on streaming. I'm not sure if the date we ever had a date before. I think we just knew it was coming to HBO Max. Um, but good for them. I hope I hope it's as good as everyone that was begging for it wants it to be. Like, I mean, I'll probably actually watch it. I think I, think I did see the original Justice League. I don't remember enjoying it, but... Maybe this will be better. Who knows? I all I remember is that Justice League was not. It wasn't well. Bad? Uh, no, <laughs> it wasn't good, but it wasn't terrible. It was like I'll be. Fi- it, it was very... no Suicide Squad. I think. 
Like, it's better than Suicide uh, Squad. It was a step up. But, yeah, it wasn't great from what I understand. Yeah, I'll be very curious to see if this is any better. But, I mean, my expectations are pretty low. So Yeah, same. But we'll see. Um, I mean, we know that DC isn't, like, completely incapable of making good things. Like, Wonder Woman wasn't bad. Wonder Woman 84 wasn't as great, but it still wasn't bad. Um, Aquaman was fun. So they're capable, but not really. They're capable, but not really. Um, but yeah, like Aquaman was okay. It was pretty fun. Um, so who knows? Maybe this will be maybe this will be the redemption that all the DC fans are are craving. So March eighteenth, mark your calendars. And this is on HBO Max, and then we have uh, Kong versus Godzilla coming March twenty seventh as well. So that's pretty cool. Oh, a nice little. Uh, I guess it's kind of back to back weekends ish. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's almost back to back weekends. What is March eighteenth? Is what? I don't know. It sounds like a not. Maybe it's a Thursday. It's a Thursday, yeah, and then March twenty seventh. Is that right for Godzilla? Because that's a Saturday. I have no idea. I don't know where you're getting this date. Like I know it was announced, but I haven't. I don't really. March twenty sixth. March twenty sixth. So Friday night. Okay, or that Friday. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm like not excited for Godzilla versus Kong. But will I probably watch it? Maybe. Who knows? It's, I'm it's like ready to watch. Free. I'm ready to watch the Kong movies or the King Kong movies and the Godzilla movies that I missed, which I think there's three of them. I missed the Godzilla reboot, Godzilla King of Monsters, and then Kong Skull Island. I think are the three that I missed. Probably. I don't remember. I, which I've like ones always I've seen. wanted to watch them because I always got a kick out of the monster movies, but. I mean, I feel my like expectations are low. I've seen them, but they all blend in my head because they're all so similar. It's like some military people in a dark room and like this room goes silent like (laughs) the ground like starts rumbling and then like the monsters outside their window and it's like it's the same scene in every one of those movies i'm like okay they're all the same helicopters are always flying over water literally yes and there's always like and it's opening on a big shot of the city and it's like all really blue like they're all the same movie (laughs) anyways um so yeah they all blend in my head i don't know which i've seen but i've seen godzilla on a movie screen one time he was big so I think it was the one with Millie Bobby Brown. Which one was that? That was the one that had like Mothra and whatnot. Were all That's the uh, King of Monsters. That's the newest one. Yeah, that one was just fine. It wasn't that great, but whatever. <laughs> it's a fun like action movie. If you just want to pop some popcorn and be like, oh, sure, why not? Yeah, watch Godzilla mess some people up. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Anyways, and they're all available on HBO Max, including some of the older Godzilla movies. So I went like looking around and like the real old Godzilla movies like Mega Godzilla and all those crazy ones, they're all on there too. The ones like literally straight up from Japan. Yes. Yeah, those are those are classics. I just I still can hear like I can't emulate it, but that sound that he makes cuz it doesn't sound like a roar. It's like some weird like I don't even know how to I don't know. It's a very weird sound, but I always hear it in the back of my head. Anyways, <laughs> on. do you want to take this next one? I don't care. Yeah, I mean we can. This is this is some hot news. So this is probably the biggest news of the week. I'll say, yeah, of the week. I think so. Um, this is probably the biggest news of the week. So uh, Black Panther director and co-writer Ryan Coogler makes five-year deal with Disney Plus. So this one comes from Deadline, which is pretty exciting. So the Walt Disney Company has extended its relationship with Black Panther director and co-writer Ryan Coogler. Disney has made a five-year overall exclusive television deal with Coogler's Proximity Media, which he runs with principals Zinzi Coogler, Sev Ohanian, Ludwig Goronson. Goronson? What does the O with the dots above do? I think it's like like an er sound, like Goransson. I don't know. It's very Swedish. <laughs> we'll say that. Goransson. Uh, <laughs> Archie Davis and Peter Nix. Coogler, who is working on the Black Panther feature sequel he will direct this year, will develop the new television series for the studio. The first one will delight Black Panther fans, a drama based in the Kingdom of Wakanda for Disney+. The deal also enables proximity to develop tele- television for other divisions of the company. Coogler said, It's an honor to be partnering with Walt Disney Company. Working with them on Black Panther was a dream come true. As avid consumers of television, we couldn't be happier to be launching our television business with Bob Iger, Dana Walden, and all the amazing studios under the Disney umbrella. We look forward to learning, growing, and building a relationship with audiences all over the world through the Disney platforms. We're especially excited that we'll be taking our first leap with Kevin Feige, Louis Desposito, Victoria Alonso, and their partners at Marvel Studios, where we'll be working closely with them on select MCU shows for Disney+. We're already in the mix on some projects that we can't wait to share, stated Ryan Coogler on behalf of Proximity Media. So this is super exciting. Yes, very, very exciting. I wonder if it'll just be like 
I don't know, I feel like all the MCU-based shows, like, have a direct impact on the world and seem to be, like, kind of one-offs. So, like, WandaVision is a limited time or a limited series event, like, won't probably have, won't have a season two. Like, it seems to be a very specific idea. Will this, like, Wakanda show be something like that or will it be something completely different where it doesn't feature any of the major influence from the overall MCU and it's kind of like a slice of life from within Wakanda? I wonder. I hope it's, I mean... I don't know. I'm torn on it, right? Because my my brain always goes to, well, hopefully all the Star Wars shows are just as good as WandaVision and The Mandalorian, right? And hopefully all the Marvel shows are just as good as WandaVision and The Mandalorian, right? So The Mandalorian had two amazing uh, seasons, right? And WandaVision's already on episode four, but it's proving to be a show that is that that that's great, right? And that it, you know that'll that'll kind of stand well amongst the MCU movies. Now, obviously, there's five episodes that could screw it up, but it's looking good so far. Um, so I, I don't know. It, it just it really makes me think because we think back to like Rogue One, where it is a story that's encapsulated in the Star Wars uh, Skywalker saga timeline, but it's just a snippet. Like you meet these characters and they're presumed dead because. You know, they, you know, they, they just, they're, you're kind of, or they're presumed to go on their own way where they don't show up in any of the sequel movies. Um, and, and rightfully so. Now we know that there's shows, spinoff shows that feature those, so some of those characters, which is cool because then they can build up on those characters again. Maybe not in the tune of, oh, hey, it's episode 10 and here's, um, what's his name? I forget his name every time. Cassian Endor, right? Yes. Where, and then you have K2SO and, and all these characters in there where, I mean, maybe you could, depending on your depiction of how the movie progresses without spoiling it and everything. So uh, Rogue One is definitely one to go see. Um, but yeah, so hopefully hopefully the level of quality continues throughout all these shows. And obviously we've got a boatload of new shows from every realm of the Disney company where you've got Marvel shows, Disney, Pixar, I mean, uh, Lucasfilm and everything else. I, I just hope that they're all this level of quality because if they are you now have a powerhouse of media on Disney+. Plus. I mean, more so than before, because you've got great originals and you've got a, a wealth of um, you know past shows and movies and stuff like that that kind of give you your foundation, and then they start to become like a Netflix in their own right. So, And as someone who has prepaid for three years or four years, whatever the hell it is, <laughs> I'm happy to see this. So, I mean, one of those years is already up. We're actually one and a half years through, so... <laughs> Don't get too crazy. You're gonna have to pay up soon. So Verizon gave me a free year, remember? So oh, I got a free kidding. year. So I'm finally through my first free year. So now we're cutting into the D23 stock. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but, but yeah, hey, you, you did it too. Don't call me ridiculous. I no, um, it's true. You're right. I already have the three year, well, year and a half left. So we'll see what kind of scam I can pull. Um, but besides that, yeah, no, I'm super excited uh, for this show, regardless of what it is. I think. You know, obviously, that the fact that it's with Ryan Coogler's company, who developed Black Panther seemingly from the ground up um, on their own, with I guess obviously like insight from from the Disney producers and whatnot. Um, I'm sure this will be you know just as great. Um, I think Wakanda in and of itself is almost like a character in the MCU, like just the whole city itself. So um, exploring that more in depth would be really cool because it was one of my favorite parts of the Black Panther movie in general. So yes. Agreed, and and I like the fact that they're using Ryan Coogler, who, like you said, built it from the ground up and knows the characters intimately and Wakanda intimately. Yes. Yep. Exactly. So. But yeah, it's uh, good stuff. This last one, I have no idea. I don't know anything. Yeah, about anything so, that's in here. So. <laughs> so I threw this in here. So uh, the Wicked movie. Uh, is moving forward. This is obviously the uh, adaptation of the Broadway musical. Is moving forward with director John M. Chu at the helm. Uh, so, In the Heights and Crazy Rich Asians director. Uh, this one comes from IGN. Sorry. In the Heights and Crazy Rich Asians director John M. Chu is set to direct the film adaptation of Wicked. Uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Chu is replacing Stephen Daldry, who's the director of The Crown and Billy Elliot, uh, and he who exited the project back in October after scheduling changes conflicted with Daldry's commitments. Uh, Chu departed from his role as director on Disney Plus's Willow sequel series in early January. So I don't know. I I don't. Well, <laughs> more so. I don't know who asked for the Willow sequel. I don't um, know what Willow is. Am I stupid? Uh, if you looked it up, maybe you'd recognize it. It's like I couldn't even tell you what it's about, but I know the box art in my head. It's by. It's like a like a fantasy movie, I think. 
Um, but anyway, so I don't know. Wicked, I've never seen Wicked on Broadway, and I've always kind of wanted to see it. Um, my mom's a big fan of The Wizard of Oz, so I kind of grew up on a lot of The Wizard of Oz, so it'd be cool to see uh, The Wicked adapted into a, a movie. The Wicked. <laughs> well, did I say The Wicked? Sorry. You said The Wicked. Yes. In, in my brain, it's The Wicked of Oz, so yes. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how this pans out, but yes. Uh, the Willow sequel? I, I don't even know. I threw that in there. I'm like, hmm. Anyways, maybe he's in a better place now with uh, Wicked yeah. and not, Willow not the Willow. Is a, Willow is a fantasy film from 1988, so before both of our times. Um, and I, it has a big following behind it. That's the thing. I can't say I've ever heard of this in my entire life. I don't even recognize really? it a little bit. Like, I have no idea what this is. But it's on Disney+, Plus, so maybe the time is now. Um, mm. Also, for anyone that's listening and is unsure, because I was unsure and I Googled it, John M. Chu is a different person than than John Chu. Than John Chu, yes. So I was like, "Wait, he directed Crazy Stage? and then he would—he didn't. We're good. Um. Anyways, uh, before we jump into video games, random anecdote that I just remembered. So that little mount that you got me, the little clip to hold the switch up, so I can lay in bed and look up and play my switch like the laziest Wally Bones the world has ever known. Um, I docked it incorrectly the other day, and the switch fell on my nose. <laughs> I have like no. in, in like internal bruise because it's like it's not a visible bruise, but I can feel it. Like when I brush my teeth, it's like under. Oh. It's like, it felt like right here, like right under my nostril. Like so, it's oh, like no. whenever I like blow my nose, I can feel it. Like in the cartilage between my nose, oh, like whenever that's I press. So gross. Yeah, it's not. It, it's there was no blood or anything. It, but be careful when you're docking your switch into one of those if you have one <laughs> so what i usually do so my switch light doesn't and my switch light doesn't fit into it so it's too it's either too wide with the with the grip or too uh uh slim with the with just the light so interesting and it, yeah anyway it just it doesn't fit right i i think that was what the reasoning was i don't know it didn't fit i tried it and it wasn't fitting right whatever but yeah i haven't played it over my face in a long time i usually play it and I sit up, like, sit upright in my bed, and I'll hold, like, the Joy-Cons and play it like that. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, you have it, like, mounted in front of you kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. I don't think mine is long enough to, to reach to do that way. I don't know. It's very stiff, so it's hard to, like, maneuver around, but It, it is. It's not too bad, though. Like, nah, if it's you, totally fine. I mean, yeah. It is, it is nice to just, like, wake up on a weekend and be like, hmm, I'll play around with Hades before I move. And just look up. <sighs> yes, so it good. is. That is that's like the best invention. And then you could put like is. my phone doesn't fit, I don't think. How does I, don't it, know, I, I remember what fits in it? <laughs> the right switch doesn't fit. It's too big. The switch light doesn't right, fit. My, it's too my small. takeaway my takeaway for this week is I'm gonna go and test what fits in this uh in this thing. So perhaps I can't remember what I tested. I remember testing like they say you can like put an iPad in it, but I don't know if that's true either. I don't know. I'll go test it out and I'll report back Maybe next an week. iPad mini. Do they still make those? They do. Shockingly. Shockingly. I haven't seen an iPad in a, in a very long time. Anyways. Phones um, are essentially as big as an iPad mini at this point. You're right. <laughs> All right. Jumping into video games. Uh, this one comes completely out of left field because I didn't even know that this existed. Google's shutting down its in-house Stadia game development studio, which I don't know if they were even working on anything, but let's jump into this article and find out. So this one comes from... <laughs> The Verge, um, and they are refocusing on their streaming service, apparently, is the reasoning for shutting down. Let's see. Uh, this one comes as a quote, uh, creating best-in-class games from the ground up takes many years and significant investment, and the cost is going up exponentially, reads a blog post from Phil Harrison, vice president at Google and general, general manager for Stadia. Uh, given our focus on building on the proven technology of Stadia, as well as deepening our business partnerships, we've decided that we will not be investing further in bringing exclusive content from our internal development team, SG&E, Stadia Games Entertainment, um, beyond any beyond any near, near-term planned games. Wait, so they are? They do have near-term planned games that I guess they'll, they'll finish up and then just not they'll probably finish, yeah. do anything else? Then, okay, interesting. Right. As part of this change, the company's shutting down both its Los Angeles and Montreal game studios, both of which existed under the SG&E banner. Um, most of the SG&E team will be moving on to new roles. Uh, and Jade Raymond, the Ubisoft and EA industry veteran that led the Stadia Studio teams, will be departing the company completely. Um, that's interesting. So I wonder how they got fired. I don't know what those near plan games are then. If they're like shuttering the studios and moving people on, 
Like, what games are even going to come out? Who knows? Um, Let me see if I can find out. Let's see. Let me put on my de- detective hat. Hold on. But, yeah. I mean, this isn't too surprising. I actually read an article. Uh, I want it, I don't think it was from Jason Schreier, but I think Jason Schreier, like, retweeted it or something. There was another kind of expose into Amazon Game Studios and how they've also cultivated, like, a really shitty culture. Um, because from given like all these interviews and, and, and whatnot from people that have worked in or you know currently working or have worked in the past at Amazon Game Studios, uh, it essentially seemed like Amazon was like, well, games make money. Let's make games. And so they opened the studio and hired all these industry veterans and then proceeded to not listen to them and their insights and just wanted to make as much money as quickly as possible, like without realizing kind of the, the realness of making a game. Um, so I wonder if that's kind of what similarly happened with Stadia. I want to say, like, I almost have faith that Google wouldn't do something shitty like that. But who I knows? Don't. Who knows? Like, I feel like Google would know that games aren't just, uh, you know, something that you can make really easily. Whereas Amazon is more of a retail company, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like Google's more of a tech company. Maybe Amazon's a tech company too. I don't really know. I don't really know. Amazon is 100% just, a tech company. I'm just Are you speculating. Me? But like they're so, tech, tech retail specifically. Well, I guess, I don't know. I, they have like AWS now, Amazon Web Services. But game development, like creative endeavors like that are different than, I, than what I, they do. So I, what, I'll, what I'll say on this is like this goes back to the not to bring politics in, into it, but it's like, oh, well, Donald Trump's a businessman. He should be president to, like, stir things up. I think that Amazon and Google join the gaming industry to stir things up, quote-unquote, right? And then you have these industry veterans like Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony, and so on that have been here forever. And it's like, well, no. If you want a Last of Us Part Two type of game, it's going to take a long time. And it's going to take crunch in some cases unless you're really good at mapping out your resources and stuff like that. And they're like, no, 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 no. I bet if we get, like, the Avengers of, of uh, video game developers, we'll get past this. And yeah, they, surprise, they didn't. There's just but the not, fact that the expectations aren't realistic. Sorry. Right. No, but, like, the fact that you're saying there's, like, a, a toxic work environment where they're not listening to people, that's just stupid. I mean. Yeah. Like, for, from the interviews, they were just, like, they brought in all these smart people to ask for their ideas and then proceeded to not listen to their ideas and say, oh, we'll get it done. Kind of like how Cyberpunk was like, oh, we made The Witcher 3, we'll be fine, and didn't listen to the developers saying, no, this is not realistic. Um, so we'll see what happens with the Amazon Game Studios if they if they shudder to. I know they they released at least one of their, their games, right? The one where they, like, where you go and, like, colonize people, <laughs> like, kill natives and take over the land. Uh, that shitty game. I don't, <laughs> I don't I know if that no was idea. officially released or not. It's uh, funny because I keep Googling, like what games did they announce or whatever? And then I can't seem to get like a straight answer. Like everyone's just like, Oh, they're closing. They're closing. They're closing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they never announced anything. I feel like we would have heard because like you can't announce something if you don't even have an idea on the table. And I doubt that they do. If anything, they'll probably like those remaining projects probably just be sold off to other companies. I feel like, I don't know. Is outcasters the one that you're talking about? Cause that's, I'm just simply looking at the box art that they're showing on Stadia's website. Uh, and that's what, no, and that's what it looks like. The one, the colonizing one I was talking about was for was Amazon's. Oh, oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I forgot what that one was called. Amazon yeah, I... Game Studios Games. Sorry, my keyboard is very loud. Uh, New World is what it's called. Mm. And there was also Crucible. Oh, the Crucible, right? That was uh, that was an Amazon. Um, that was like their game that they made that failed miserably. Yes, and then New World is the one where you, like, go and colonize. Oh, uh, yeah, an extensive report from Bloomberg. Is it Jason Schreier? It was Jason Schreier. There we go. Sorry. Sorry, Jason. If you're listening, you're not. But <laughs> in case you are. Um, I mean, there's, like, a relatively strong lineup on Stadia. Like, there's, like, I, I don't know. It's unfortunate. It's, it's not unfortunate a bad lineup. That... It's just the fact that you have to pay for the games on top of your subscription. Like, I understand right. it's, a, it's supposed to be a stand-in for a console. And for some people, I'm sure it works great. Like, I actually, I ended up selling the Stadia that I got for free, finally, and the man messaged me, he's like, it works great, this is so cool, man, thanks. I'm like, I'm happy for you. So, So for people that don't have a console, right, and they have good internet, and they don't want a console, I mean, I think it's a good option, right, where, like, I think eventually xCloud will be that, that 
thing where they do sell, hey, just buy Game Pass and you can access and buy Game Pass and a thirty dollars streaming stick or whatever, and and you can go ahead and play games. I, I don't know. I think XCloud will be the place to do it, and Stadia is just yeah. going to kind of rotten. I mean, that's the difference. Here. Unless they change their pricing model, like that's the difference. You, yes, you own the game on Stadia, but it's still just a digital license. You don't really, you still don't like own own it. A digital license can like as soon as the the Stadia server shut down, it's gone. You never owned a physical thing, so. I see no value in it not just being a straight-up streaming service, and I think that's where if they eventually make it like an xCloud streaming stick and it's just installed on TVs and you could just subscribe to to Game Pass and immediately have access to all these games, that's a way better value proposition than having to pay $10 a month for Stadia Pro and then also $60 full to play the latest AAA titles. Right. Um, So, anyways, I digress. Agreed 100%. Agreed 100%, and uh, I don't know. It's kind of silly, but whatever. They buried their own grave. So, moving on to games that are excelling at life here. Uh, God of War got a performance patch on PS5 as of today. So, this one comes from IGN, uh, and they go through kind of the enhancements that are coming. So, on the PlayStation 4 Pro version of 2018's God of War, players would have to make a choice between graphics mode that favored performance and one that favored resolution. So now on the PS5, there's no sacrifice that needs to be made. The enhanced performance experience offers the following. Uh, Syncs to 60 FPS, 4K checkerboard resolution, and 2160p. So there are also... Sorry, what do you know what checkerboard resolution actually means? <laughs> I don't. Okay. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was a form of upscaling, but maybe I'm wrong. So I, I don't even know for sure, but I'm looking into it, and I'll let you know as soon as... I wasn't sure if I should read into it if you already knew. I'll look into it, and we can recap. Continue. Okay, cool. Uh, there's also going to be an original performance experience that can be selected at any time, and will represent the PlayStation 4, quote, favor resolution video graphics mode. This mode offers 4K checkerboard resolution synced up to 30 FPS. So that's what I thought. Like, I think it's just for, like almost like 4K upscaling. So apparently what it is is if you think of all the pixels as, like, a grid, it only renders, like, every other pixel, so, like, a checkerboard of the pixels in one frame and then in the next frame it renders the opposite set of pixels so at any given time in any given frame it's only rendering 50 percent which 50 percent of 4k i believe is 1080p right am i wrong i think it's 1080p i don't remember exactly um yes it is so it's only rendering 1080p at a time technically in terms of like hardware but when you combine those two frames together then you get a full 4k picture so Maybe it's rendering everything at 60 FPS, but then the end game, or I guess it's rendering everything at like 1080p, 120 FPS, but then because those two frames are being squashed down, then it becomes 60 FPS at 4K. Does that make sense? Yes. So here, here's something to think about, something to chew on. Why is it called 4K if it's not 4000p? I don't know. <laughs> i think it's because you can fit in 4k resolution you can fit four 1080p windows because it's it's technical well i guess yeah 50 okay so it's not 50 percent 1080p 4k is is, four thousand i know the k is not a thousand here i think the k is just i don't know why it's why it's a k but it means that you can have i don't know i have no idea why they called it 4k 4K means a horizontal resolution of 4,096 pixels. This is the resolution set forth by the Digital Cinema Initiatives. Um, okay, but cinema resolution is different from from PC resolution because my computer, if I... 4K, like, hold on, is way easier to say than 2160p or Ultra HD. Yes. It, and when anyone runs a survey asking about it, the vast majority of you uh, greatly prefer 4K. This comes from CNET. Yes, it's very easy... Because it's actually it's thirteen or thirty eight forty by twenty one sixty is the exact regular standard four K resolution for for computers. Uh, for movies, movies are a whole nother thing when it comes to pixels and whatnot. Little did little did you clowns know we'd be talking about TV resolutions on here. What do you think we are? <laughs> I just I always hear four K checkerboard. I'm like I never know what that means. So we all learned. Speaking today. of yes, thank you. Speaking of four K checkerboards and all that stuff, why don't you tell us about how Control Ultimate Edition runs? Does it run at checkerboards? Does it run at four Ks? Does it run at two Ks? Does it run at the four K? 
Uh, no, to all of those questions. <laughs> so, Control Ultimate Edition um, has finally been recently launched on the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X in kind of like the, the revamp or whatever. Um, and it comes with ray tracing enabled, but it only runs at 1440p and 30 FPS, um, which is kind of disappointing considering we were like, when these consoles were released, we were like, oh, we finally have the, the future is here. We got 4K 120 FPS, like no games will ever lag. And here you have Control, a game from the last generation that's still running at this, you know, kind of outdated frame rate and uh, resolution. So this one comes from notebookcheck.com. I just read this article this morning and it kind of like, it's not bleak necessarily, but it's kind of like the, the future still isn't really here that we thought it was. Um, so obviously Control is like super impressive on PC. It's a great like benchmark for, for games and whatnot, and it runs beautifully on PC. Um, but it's bad enough that, you know, these 4K60 consoles are running AAA games that, you know, not the resolution like we already have cyberpunk we have the medium is running at lower resolutions than anticipated um and now this game from the last gen is still not running at like a the resolution you'd expect from a brand new console uh, that literally came out like just a few months ago um and it's kind of telling of what the future holds so this article kind of goes into how ray tracing is just super incredibly taxing and current gen current gen platforms i guess the current next gen um are simply not able to keep up the task without being making compromises elsewhere um, and it just, I don't know, I thought it was super interesting because it's like we keep focusing on ray tracing and like, oh, ray tracing is the future, but it's like, at what point is this worth it or is it not worth it? Because clearly they can't handle ray tracing when it was implemented previously. And maybe it's a, an issue of optimization. Maybe ray tracing can be optimized and, and look better in general. Um, but I don't know. It's it's almost like a marketing thing at this point. They're like, oh, our game has ray tracing. Like, you should buy it because it's going to look great. But it's like at for what because you sacrificed all these other like better textures that you could have included with the help of all the extra memory like because ray tracing operates on different part of the graphics card and because people focus so much on making the ray tracing look look good they're not focused on like the actual raster graphics which are the actual you know the surface quality the textures the just general lighting like you can make something that looks really good with just raster graphics ray tracing isn't the answer but it's, it's interesting to see, or it will be interesting to see what happens in the future and whether people focus on just making ray tracing look good or whether they focus on actually making advancements in terms of like physics and, and whatnot, like how we saw in the Unreal Engine 5. They didn't really focus on ray tracing then. They were just focusing on, look, you can individually touch and <laughs> like 20,000 different rocks or whatever, and it'll cause this avalanche and I don't know. Um, and it was running on PS5 and it looked awesome. So... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the what the future holds. But the bottom line so is, that, control doesn't run great, or <laughs> doesn't run as great on the new consoles as you think it might be. Think right. And the and the nice part here is that uh, you guys, if you have PlayStation Plus, you can try it out for free uh, with PlayStation Plus. So yes, that is that is the good news here. It's for free as of this month, along with Destruction All Stars and what was the third one? Concrete Genie for Concrete PS4. Genie for PS4. Yes. Obviously, yep, Destruction All Stars are. Up. are right now destruction all stars is a ps5 exclusive uh control is for ps5 and ps4 uh, right so go ahead right and, and, and control out. is the ultimate edition so you do get obviously the ps5 upgrade yes um all right moving right along apex legends is coming to switch which <laughs> i don't think i think i kind of expected it i think i vaguely was remember announced. was it announced before yeah when it was announced i think at e3 no it wasn't yeah, it was. Was it? I'll, you read the article. I'll, re I'll look it up. I'm having deja vu because I'm pretty sure we talked about this like the very last episode. And I was like, I don't know if it's ever coming. Anyways, um, so this one comes from Engadget. Respawn recruited Panic Button to help with the project. Uh, the little-known developer in Austin, Texas, has developed or delivered a slew of surprisingly playable Switch ports, including Rocket League, Doom 2016, excuse me, Warframe, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, Wolfenstein Youngblood, and Doom Eternal. Uh, it also created an Xbox Series optimized version of Horizon horizon <laughs> forza horizon 4 uh porting apex legends to a small screen yet is a major achievement but we couldn't have done it without our friends at panic button chad granier uh game director on apex legends said we're very proud of what the team has been able to achieve with some smart optimizations for the switch port to deliver a full featured apex legends experience on the go 
<laughs> Paul said it's going to run like shit, just deal with it. Realistically, it'll probably, it really it'll probably run just like uh, the Overwatch port, which will be like locked at 30 FPS. And yeah, I don't know. For a game like Overwatch, I think it's better because there's not really like... It's not as big of a map. The maps are never that huge. Whereas right. Apex, like people on PC can be sniping you from like 100 meters away because they could see. But like on Switch, are there even enough pixels to see that far? <laughs> I don't know. Well, with the checkerboards, you know, we're going to see real well. <laughs> with the checkerboards. Um, oh so this game was announced, ready? Ready. In June 2020 for Switch. Oh, anyways, I completely forgot. I was shocked. I was like, wow, this is new. Um, but there you have honestly, it, folks. Ahmed, asleep at the wheel once again. You're not going to get away with it again. I'm like 99% sure that literally in the last episode we talked about this and I Googled it and I was like, oh, it's just TBA. The release date hasn't been announced yet. Who knows when it'll ever uh, come. There was, well, maybe we did. I don't know. Because there was like a few days ago, someone tweeted at somebody and they were like, oh, you know, it's been a while since there's some Apex news. Anything soon? And thought, oh, very, we're going to have some news very soon. And then. They announced Yes, that sounds very familiar, and I'm I'm remembering it now. After, after I was like, it's "Wait, this all is brand coming new. back to me now." Basically. Anyway. All right. All right. You want to take this last one? Or this next one? I don't know. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I could I could keep on the roll of, of remakes, then you take the last one because I have genuinely nothing. I nowhere. Okay, no go idea. ahead. Go all ahead. Right. Hit us with the last remake. <laughs> news. Yes, the final final remake or enhancement remaster, whatever you want to call it, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Uh, has been detailed and is launching on May 14th on uh, next-gen consoles and on PC. So this one comes from, uh, I guess it's coming from Nibelian it's on just Twitter. Nibelian, yeah. Yeah, who posted like the, the launch trailer on YouTube um, and just kind of highlighted what's happening here. So the game includes over 40 DLCs. Um, it's in 4K, HDR, overhauled visuals, and enhanced performance. Uh, there's new models, new shaders, new visual effects, new lighting, and new depth of field. Um, improved customization. Uh, Mass Effect 3 allowed you to have a female Shepard, and that is now available in all three games uh, where it wasn't previously. And weapons have been rebalanced, and there are better Mako controls? <laughs> I, don't I know. always say Mako or Mako, but I don't know. Maybe it's Mako. Who knows? Mako, I think, is the ship. I'm going to presume. I have no idea. I've never played these games. <laughs> no, it was the, the ship is. Uh, oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I have no uh, idea. Let's see. Mako controls are. Mako controls, Mass Effect. What is it? Better Mako controls as the original version of the vehicle was an absolute pain to control. Ah, it's, it's one of the vehicles. It's the vehicle. Okay. Got it. Like the war. Oh, I remember this. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's not It's not the ship. The ship is not. It's not called. Sh- the Shepard is the character. Shepard is the Mass character. Mass Effect ship. Normandy. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Anyways, you know, I like I lied when I said I never played these games. I played them a little bit, but I never beat any of them. Um but my I beat Mass Effect 2. And Mass Effect 2 was really good. Did I beat yeah. Mass Effect 1? No, I did not because the elevators were like the load times. Remember that? Where like the elevators would take forever to get you where you needed to go yes. loading. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like not on patience for this. For a while my but. lock screen like code to unlock it was like the n7 logo in a weird way like i tried to i don't know anyways um, i don't think you did that intentionally i think that was just what everybody had but no i did it i was like i had the n and then like it looped back up to like do like a seven anyways (laughs) that's enough for the remasters well if you guys want to get into ahmed's uh honeycomb device then uh... (laughs) yeah my old like nexus 2 or whatever they were called froyo what was it froyo Froyo. yeah it was Claire Froyo, uh, Gingerbread. No, we're going backwards. Honeycomb. Oh, we're going backwards. What was before Eclair? Uh Donut. And then Andrew Cupcake. Dumbledore? Cupcake was the first one. There was no B. And there was no A. B for booty. Butterscotch. A for ass. Booty Wait. ass. <laughs> You're so stupid. All booty right. ass Android phones. <laughs> All right. Are you, getting, are you getting Mass Effect maybe when it goes on sale? Uh, when it goes on sale. Not at launch. I'm not paying $60 for games that I already own. So one thing to note here, they are not offering like a PS5 and Xbox Series X slash S improved versions. They'll be playable. Like there'll be some like improvements by playing them, probably low time improvements, but there's not going to be like an optimized version for those two systems. So Oh, these are officially going to be last gen games still? 
These are officially going to be last-gen games, yeah. Uh, they said something. I, I missed where I saw it from. Uh, but I don't know. They said something along the lines of, like, it was always going to be last-gen and, like, going into next-gen would be too far off the bridge or something like that. or it, Some quote. I forget what it was. But either way, they're not going to. But I was telling Ahmed, if you go to the Mass Effect Legendary Edition page on EA.com, there's actually, like, a scene where... Like, it's a side-by-side video of the same scene, and they're, like, moving in certain directions, and you can drag from the original to the Legendary Edition. The Legendary Edition looks really good. I mean, like, really good. And I see exactly what you're talking about. And, wow, it does look really good. So, like, now remember, you get 10% off of digital EA games with uh, Game Pass slash EA Play. So, you can get it for $53.99 if you wanted to. Um but anyway, wait. Well, we'll yeah. See. Will this be available on Game Pass as a part of EA Play, like uh, for free? No. So EA Play only has games after a certain period of time. Oh, so, so for not new a release games, yeah. So eventually it'll come to EA Play, but probably not for a while. Gotcha, gotcha. So That's fine. if you if you wanted it, you could get it, but at ten percent discount, which is I guess better than nothing, right? If and you want it, you can get it. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um. <laughs> Thanks for singing. This whole episode is brought to you by music. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I think it looks great. It's exciting. It's a great deal for three games. Um, the games look fantastic. Uh, yeah. So You know, yeah. it's funny. I just made fun of, I was like, I'm not going to pay $60 for games I already own. Meanwhile, I just paid $60 for Super Mario 3D All-Stars, and they weren't even remastered. All right. Let's Literally, they were direct ports. Let's move on. And then you're going to pay $60 for Super Mario 3D World, which comes out in 10 days. Uh, you're correct. Anyways... <laughs> All right, the last and possibly the biggest news of today, EA College Football is coming back to video games. So this was announced on Twitter via a small tease that, quote, college football is coming back. This one comes from IGN. EA revealed that it will be partnering with the CLC, the nation's leading collegiate co- trademark licensing company, to become the exclusive developer of simulation college football video game experiences. The EA Sports College Football franchise garnered tens of millions of sales during its run from 2005 to 2014, and was, quote, a top five sports title in North America. EA Sports College Football will include the rights to more than 100 institutions, featuring logos, stadiums, uniforms, game game day traditions, and more that fans have come to know and love. EA does note that while this college game will not include student-athlete names, images, and the likeness, EA Sports is continuing to watch those developments closely. So, for those of you out of the loop, EA did a NCAA college football series of games, from literally 2005 to 2014, um, and 2000, the, the 2014 version of the game has become highly sought after from collectors, uh, as has March Madness, because those were the last of the college sport games that came out. So, uh, pretty interesting stuff. I, it's super exciting for me, for no other reason than it was always fun to play like as Rutgers, and you're going to play Rutgers versus like your other favorite college football teams. Um, and I don't know, I got a kick out of it more, more so than Madden for some reason. I don't know why, but, um, especially when we're very into, uh, college football games in college. So I'm just wondering, uh, that's an interesting tidbit about, they're not going to include the student athlete names, images, and likenesses. What did they do in the past or did they include the names? So I didn't realize this. I guess they did. I, I guess they like literally referenced like college football players and which is pretty crazy, right? Cause it's like you're playing college football. Not a, I mean, a big deal, but not a big deal, right? And yeah. then, like, like you're still a kid. You hear, yeah. <laughs> and you're in a video so, game. So, so that's, I, like, I, don't, I wonder what's the going to be the point if you can't play as a specific person. Like, so it'll probably just be like some generic, like, John Smith. I don't know. But it'll have, like, the stats hypothetically as if it was a real person. Like, that's so strange to me. Because I guess if they, if they included the names, then they don't have to, like, pay royalties to all the people involved. Like, because I'm assuming they pay royalties to the nfl players involved in like the madden games and whatnot maybe i don't know if that's actually true Um, so here listen to this so i just pulled up the verge ea sports college football will be the first college football simulation game released by ea after the publisher canceled the series in 2013 after former college athletes brought a class action lawsuit against ea for the unauthorized use of their likenesses um, in its ncaa football titles ea would then reach a settlement in 2016 for 40 million dollars Holy shit. Well, so, good for them. I'm glad they got theirs. But, like... Right. Holy so shit, I, I didn't guess realize. they, Yeah, so I guess they probably use the likeness of, like... I don't know. We use Mohamed Sanu, for instance, right? With Rutgers. And then... So you can kind of, like, imagine that they were... I don't know. 
those players when they weren't. So I'm impressed that you remember that name. I would have been like, they used the likeness of, uh, and just would have forgotten. I don't know oh anything. Anything. Oh this is God. interesting. There's a, a listen to this article button. On the verge, yeah. And it's just like a screen reader. That yeah, that's pretty thing. cool. Yeah, it's like an accessibility thing. Um, very cool. But yeah, that is that is very. I I wonder how that's gonna like play out then. Like, do you you play as Rutgers and then it's just the whole team or Scarlet Knights? <laughs> like, they just take they... a bunch of ethnicities and like just dabble them in there, and they're like, oh yeah, the Stop, Scarlet Knights. It's like the Sims. Didn't you? Wasn't there a mascot mode in those games where you could play as all the mascots? Or am I making that up in my head? Uh, like where your team was all yes, just like, I believe there is just those mascots because I vaguely remember like being at your house and playing that mode and it being ridiculous. Well, but. I can't wait to scream. Breaking news here: uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen is quote really excited for fans to see a major Wandavision cameo that's on par with the Mandalorian's end of season cameo. And that was me. So for any of you out there that are listening now, don't go looking for it because it's literally trending on Twitter. And you're going to be spoiled. So go watch The Mandalorian Did season Did you spoil two. it for yourself? No, 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 no. The oh. Mandalorian Season 2, end of Season 2 uh, spoilers out there. Oh, but, oh, like, oh, Literally, oh. that's what's trending. So Got it. Um, it is literally yeah. just that's what's trending anyways. Um, okay. I, I tweet the I tweet the title of uh, Fandom's uh, Twitter account. I tweet the uh, part where they obviously went into the cameo that's there. But anyway, I am super hyped. Let's go. I'm really excited. Like I said, the director said there's going to be, or showrunner was like, there's going to be a surprise every episode for the rest of the season. So here we go. This slow drip, though, of 30 minute episodes every Friday, please just give me and like they're at only least 30 two. minutes. It's like we watched so episode short. four and Lauren was like, wait, that's it? Really? They're so short. They're like, because uh, every episode's listed at like 40 minutes, but there's genuinely 10 minutes of credits because they have to like credit yes. the supervisor. Of the no. voice actors from Poland, <laughs> it's like every okay. every Disney Plus episode, every Disney Plus episode on there is uh, they have to like credit every country, I guess, because they release it like in mass, I guess. Yes. So I don't know, but it, it is Disney Plus's credits are obscene. I I love everyone that's worked on this stuff, yes. but please God, why is it ten minutes? It, every time I go and it's like continue watching, I'm like, no, I'm at the credits. I know it looks like I'm yeah! halfway through the episode, oh but God. I'm I'm finished. Yes. It's like continue oh watching God. from these shorts or these these movies. I'm like, no. It's like I finished these. Um, but anyways, so super excited for that. We'll see what happens this Friday and the subsequent five Fridays. And then right after this finishes, we get Falcon and Winter Soldier. So only good things to look forward to. Very excited. <laughs> Just rubbing hands like a little fly. Anyways. And the Muppets Muppet Show comes out in 17 days. Oh, like the original 19th. Muppets. I was like. Don't we hate the yeah, Muppets I'm, now? I'm really excited because then, you know, we'll be, like, probably done with NCIS by then. So I'm going to try to get Lauren to just, like, casually put the Muppet show on in the background. So it'll be <laughs> well, great. That's a good one to have on, like, when you're cooking or cleaning or whatever. Uh, so it's funny. Actually, I forgot. I also put on the Muppet movie, the original Muppet movie on last night or yesterday. And, boy, that movie is wild. Like, it's just, like, classic Muppet tumors unlike anything else. So, anyways, go watch classic Muppets. Screw all the new Muppet stuff, except for, like, the Muppet movies. They were pretty good, but the new shows were pretty booty, so <laughs> go watch Classic Muppets. And in 17 days, go watch The Muppet Show. Very and then good. Quality humor. After COVID, go to Hollywood Studios and watch The Muppets Now in 3D. No, it's not The Muppets it Now called? in 3D. It's Muppet Vision 3D. Sorry. Muppets Sorry. Now is that garbage-ass, stupid Disney Plus short series that was terrible. I apologize for my transgressions, Mr. Walt. I'll leave an offering at your altar. Michael John Mouse is disappointed. I'm so sorry. Muppet Vision 3D. Anyway, or is it Muppet Vision now in 3D? No, it's Muppet Vision 3D. No. Muppet Vision. Oh, I hate you so much. Why are you contesting me? You know there's okay. very few things okay. I know. Okay, it's Muppet Vision 3D. You're correct. <laughs> I know like three things in the world. <laughs> Disney trivia is usually one of them. All right, you're on wrong. Anyways, go watch that too when when everything is when you get vaccinated. All right, this has been episode 104 of What the Funcast. This is Paul and Ahmed signing off. This is Paul and Ahmed now. Peace. <laughs>